Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of A New Kind of Celebrity. I'm your host Venal and I'm excited to bring you another inspiring and insightful conversation this week. At A New Kind of Celebrity, we define the word celebrity differently. We define it as someone worth celebrating. Our guests are people who are doing incredible work to make this world a better place. Join us as we celebrate these individuals and learn from their experiences, leadership and wisdom. Our guest today is Pen Huston. Pen Huston is from Hastings, England and is a volunteer with Surviving the Streets UK charity. She's also the founder of the Crisp Packet project. The Crisp Packet project takes crisps or chips or wafer packets and creates life-saving bags called bivy bags which goes over a sleeping bag. These are then distributed to homeless people. This simple but amazing idea is spreading across UK and beyond. Listen on to find out more of the idea and how it's executed and even hear the rustling of the bags. And stay tuned to all of our social media pages to see a video of the bags coming up soon. Thank you so much Pen for joining me to have this conversation. I am really looking forward to hear about the exciting work you do at Chris Packet Project. I remember seeing a video of it somewhere. I think someone had shared it on Facebook and it sounded like such an amazing idea. So I am very very curious to both learn about the origin of the idea and more about it. But more importantly just you your journey as well and how you landed up doing what you're doing. Okay. Well, um oh gosh, it's quite a long journey, but um to keep it quite short, I was very fortunate to be able to run the art shack here in Hastings and I wanted to hold um creative well-being space for the local community to come for an affordable price. And I wanted somewhere that I could start weaving mats for the homeless, which is a different project. And so I did that for about 6 months. May I opened 2019 and then in November 2019 that's when the Chris Packet project started but I've always been into art I love making things out of nothing yeah so uh I just wanted to make a nice place for some people to come to have free and affordable workshops basically it's a space where you host these workshops for people to come and make things out of nothing is that what these workshops are yeah they also they do uh different art and crafts from clay to uh sewing Yeah, just lots of creative stuff just to get well-being, you know, it's so good for mental health, well-being, to get people creating in a nice friendly environment, you know. And I made it really colorful because the art shack is all about color. <laughs> so um yeah, I just wanted to be able to do it so people can afford to come. That's lovely. So Ben, tell me a little bit more. How did this idea come up? Uh in many places the crisps are called chips. So just so that everyone understands, basically out of these wafer or chips or crisp packets, you've created this sort of like bag over the sleeping bag that you give to homeless people. So how did you even chance upon or think about this idea? I volunteered for a lovely, well, I still volunteer for a lovely charity Surviving the Street. basically they're always running out of sleeping bags because they're self-funded and so I was hacking my brains for about a month really on how I could make something out of nothing you know to serve a purpose really um without costing any money so I just sort of woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning with this vision of me in a crisp packet you know crisp packets they're really good they're really strong and they have that um silver lining quality don't they inside so um 
yeah, I just, the next day, I just thought, I'm not, actually don't eat a lot of crisps, to be honest. So I was hunting around getting as many crisps as I could to start ironing these together frantically the next day. But also the lovely charity pick up food waste from leaving the supermarket every evening. So they had these lovely bags that I could then fuse to use to cover the plastic, um, the crisp packets afterwards. So then, yeah, that was when the crisp packet busy bag was born the next day. And I, I spent, oh, gosh, I spent about, I don't know, 24 hours <laughs> just ironing. Wow. <laughs> washing and ironing. <laughs> Yeah. Did the idea really just come to you at two in the morning? You woke up with this idea of a crisp packet? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I searched the internet. Yeah, I just searched the internet thinking someone must have done this, you know, someone must have done this. And I, I came up with some suggestions of making bags and um, aprons and things like that and purses, fusing plastic bags together. So, but I didn't know about baking paper till a bit further on. I hadn't seen that. So I was using like a, a nylon material, which you'll see in my very early videos. It's like a black or red nylon. And it wasn't ideal, but it did work. But now I know to use baking paper or partridge paper. That works really well. You don't want your iron getting stuck on your crisp packet. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the first few reactions you got? So you you had this sort of like woke up with this great idea of saying, I'm going to take these chip packets and iron them together and make this baby bag. How did people react to that when they saw it 24 hours later? Obviously, I had to sort of try it out on one of our less fortunate communities. So they tried it out and gave me really, really good feedback. They also said that I need to put air holes into it because of the condensation properties. So I did that. So I had quite a lot of good feedback from people that sadly live, you know, in tents or on the streets. So that was great. But yeah, they were like, wow, you know, because it's just such a strong, viable, it's such a waste to be putting this into landfill, you know. It's just a strong, uh, last for ages um, material to be using. It isn't a crisp packet anymore in my eyes. It's just a really sustainable material that can help. And I'm very, very passionate about it. <laughs> that can help so many people uh, that have got nothing. It is exciting because... I think there's one to say, okay, we're able to provide these bags for homeless people who then can like their sleeping bag can sustain that much longer. There's more warmth. But to use something that's also now, it's preventing it going into landfills. Right? So it's almost like you're preventing the waste and recycling it. So it's, it's like two things happening at once, which I think is always really beautiful. Oh, it's amazing. And, and, just, and not just that, the plastic. You know, we're not buying plastic. This is all going to landfill. So, you know, it's that. It's mental well-being. It's amazing. People just love making something from nothing. It doesn't cost much apart from the heat of your electricity, you know, from your iron. And um, the gratitude when I hand these items over to a less fortunate community is magic. <laughs> and is that literally all it costs you to make this, like, it's literally just the electricity from the ironing. There's no other cost that goes into making this bag. No, all you need is crisp packet, washed, open plastic, cartridge paper or baking paper, and an iron. That's so incredible. Yeah, that is it. And, and a bit of time. You know, obviously it takes a bit of time. I mean, my life 
on social media asking people's questions about, especially about plastic. I mean, oh my goodness, you know, it, yeah, it takes a lot of my time up. <laughs> yeah, but that's so great for anyone listening who is like thinking of how they can spend their time. They have time to spare and they want to do something that would make sense. This is such a great idea that other people could also like replicate and say. There's probably like across the world, everywhere, these chips packet exist, right? Everyone's having some sort of like fast food. And oh, yeah. So it's easily accessible for anyone. Has that actually happened? Have people like started replicating the idea in many places? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We've got 11 crisp packet groups across the UK at the moment. And we've got many independent crisp packet um, blankets and et cetera all on social media and it's just absolutely amazing because something that I just thought I was doing for myself or someone on the streets, you know, in, in our local community is now worldwide. We've got people in Australia, India, just people that just want to get involved, get their chip packets or crisp packets um, and get ironing. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. And, uh, you know, just a simple little idea can help so many people and bring communities together as well and especially with this awful you know covid thing at the moment yeah you know, people could be doing something for someone else yeah mentally it's just great mental space to help someone else the reason the chris packet project actually began shall i just tell you this yeah go ahead is that i was asking for chris packet because i didn't eat crisps that much and i i needed 150 crisp packets after i made the first biffy bag because that's how much you need for one 50 bag or survival sheet you need 44 crisp packets so I um, asked on my business the Art Shack Facebook page please could I have crisp packets and then bless her Caroline Jane Miller her name is she opened the crisp packet project Facebook page and she came apologizing to me about four days later saying Pen, I don't know what I've done but oh my goodness I'm so sorry the Facebook page has crashed at 3,000 followers. Wow. And I've got all these crisp packets coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, don't worry, hon. Don't worry. I'll sort it out, you know. And she gave me a long list of people from all around the world that she wanted me to get in contact with, it, you know, the newspapers and all that malarkey. And, um, yeah, it started from, bless her, started from Caroline, really. That's really exciting. <laughs> and... What have been some of like the most challenging moments, I think, through this journey of creating this? Oh, most challenging. Probably writing up all the instructions and things like that, because I'm dyslexic. So I find it really challenging just writing and reading in general. So um, having to, you know, I've just set up a new website and um, not taking criticism too much on my shoulders, really, because at the end of the day, I'm a voluntary I'm doing this all from the heart and, yeah. and uh, not to take people's opinions too much for granted, you know, onto me too much because everyone's got their own opinion about what I'm doing. You know, I do get a lot of negative as well as the good positive as well. So, but yeah, not to just let it wash over me a bit, not, not let me absorb it too much. Yeah. Yeah. What are some, if you don't mind sharing, what are some of like the criticisms that you hear or like negative opinions? Well, it's basically, why would you put someone in a crisp packet? Yeah, but the thing is, they're looking at the crisp packet. I don't look at the crisp packet. I look at what it can do for someone and what the properties are and the material of it. 
you know, and how strong it is and, and how it can help someone, you know, rather than going into the ground. It's so interesting, right? Like for someone, when you look at it, it's so obviously like this is a chips packet. And for you, it's like this is raw material. Uh, and that's all. And I think that's really fascinating on just how all of us have such different ways of looking at something and how just by looking at it differently and reimagining what that could be, you can create so many beautiful things. Totally. You must, must, especially in this day and age, you must, must look outside the box. You know, we have got so much rubbish in our seas that we can make so many good things with. I do believe, you know, all right, we've created this plastic, but I do believe that we can make good with this plastic as well. It's here for a challenge for humanity. It's here to really change our reflection on different things to look at, you know, uh, just to make good of something that had a purpose. But now I'm giving it a new life to the crisp packet and landfill plastics. Yeah. Lovely. So the bivy bag essentially something they use over their sleeping bag. And the survival sheet is just like plastic bed sheet of sorts that they can use it for whatever purpose they want, is it? Yeah, it's like a blanket. And uh, yeah, they can use it. It's 44 crisp packets or 100 centimetres by 200 centimetres. It's like drilled in my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes about an hour and a half to make. You know, it's, it's easy. People can make these from home. Even if you're in your car and you have an accident or something like that, you've got something to get out of your car and help someone who's in shock. They can just wrap it around them. That's what's so great about them as well, you know. It's not just for people on the street. It's for anyone who's in a, an accident or, um, you know, you're feeling a bit cold yourself and you've got your jacket. And the homeless love them because they can use them for different things like sleeping on top of, stops the damp getting to their body, um, over their tents, ground sheets. I originally had it, the crisp packets were on the front, mm-hmm. um, and so we had two silver sides inside of it, uh, so that was inside, but um, the homeless were getting too hot, can you believe it? They were getting too hot, so um, I changed one round, so it's silver only in one side, and the crisp packets on the back, and you know what, I think people that criticise you know about the crisp packets it actually looks better because now it's got like a silver front to it yeah yeah i mean people said to me can't you use colored plastic or spray painting or something like that but to be honest i want to do it as quick and as yeah cheap as possible yeah you know sort of defeats the object going to get different color plastic and all sorts makes sense and what are some of like the most memorable reactions i think that you remember as you sort of gave these bivy bags out to people what were the different types of reactions you got? Well, there, I mean, I, I can't talk much about it, to be honest, because it makes me cry. <laughs> uh, just just full of gratitude, really, to be honest. But one chap, he was only probably about 18, and it was on one of the uh, feeds. And um, he literally just had like a, a, little, a little bag and that and uh, nothing else. And he was looking pretty sorry for himself sitting on the bench, bless him. And um, he was like really solemn. And then I said, you know, are you directly on the streets, mate? And he said, yeah. He said, oh, I said, would you like this fissy bag, you know? Um, and it was like this light came into him and it was just very, oh, I can't talk about it because I cry. But it was just very, um, just very um, grateful and like someone actually cared about him. Some, you know. 
Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just magic, you know, making something from nothing, helping someone who's got nothing. And that's why I keep telling people, it isn't just a crisp packet. <laughs> it's magic. It's magic. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit more about how has this grown? How many bags get made like this on a regular basis? How many do you give out? The survival sheets is the main thing that people have been doing because they're much quicker. And the less space that you need, it's quite, it's quite big to do a biffy bag. It takes four hours, but people are still doing it. So, but, um, one lady, I think she's in the Scotland borders, one of our Chris Packet projects, you know, 37 survival sheets she was taking out one night. The stockpile of them people are making ready to go out to an outreach or, you know, themselves are taking out or, um, it's just amazing. They just got they send me photos and it's all on this sharing information group that we've got on the Chris Packet Project Facebook page. People just interacting with each other on how to make things and where they've got stuck and it's just it's just like a little community. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, there's oh well I've given out I think I've given out about ninety survival sheets. Wow. Um and I've got probably another 20 here to give out. And um, iffy bags, I've given out probably about 60 to 65. To be honest, I've lost count. Um, I did at the beginning really keep a good count on what was going out the door. But now, because of um, the lockdown situation, I had to stop for a little while to hand yeah. out as well. It's a bit annoying. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot out there. There is a lot. There's more out there than I actually know because I got a phone call last night saying there was a load in London. Um, we do have a group in London. There are other people doing it. So, And you mentioned and I read as well that you went on a tour to demonstrate and show what this Biffy bag is about. How did that come about? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, when this first started in November, everyone was like, oh, I want a workshop. I want you to come to me and, and do this. And, and I was like, oh, my goodness, really? And because obviously winter was approaching and I was like, oh, gosh, I really want to get these on the streets ASAP. So um, I had about, I think it's 11 demonstrations starting in London and going up within about, um, I think it was 11 or 12 days. It was it was pretty tough going, and I did it all by train with my husband. Um, I did get a GoFundMe page for the, you know, to try and raise funds for it, but sadly, I'm still like in debt with my husband. <laughs> but it was it was really great fun and and really good spirited, and all different communities took part, and there was, uh, it ranged from about two people in a workshop till about thirty people in a workshop. So it was really good, very good fun. We did workshops in schools, which was absolutely fantastic because we had like seven-year-old kids ironing. Obviously, oh, that's lovely. So I've connected with another organisation or a charity that helps 16 to 18-year-olds get productive. And so I'm hoping that I'll be able to help them be a bit more productive in lockdown with their crisp packets. But I just want people to keep making them in their own communities, to be honest. Lovely. So, so Ben, what like advice, suggestion do you have for people listening to you? So, um, they can go onto my Chris Packet Project Facebook page or chrispacketproject.com and all my information is on there. All my videos are on YouTube. 
none of us are making money from this. It's purely just to give life to one use plastics and save lives, bring people together and help your mental health. Because when people are ironing, you're in that zone of just being, you know, and it's amazing meditation, to be honest. That's great. Thank you so much, Pen. I think for the amazing energy that you bring to the conversation, but just the pure creativity and commitment in creating something just so incredible. The celebrity thing is a good idea. I don't think of myself as a celebrity, but um, but um, yeah, we definitely need to um, wake people up and get people creating stuff. Yeah, and I, I guess the way I think about the word celebrity, I know you mentioned you don't see yourself that way, but it's almost like someone worth celebrating and following um, is how I see it, right? And, and I think like the more people doing amazing work should be celebrated and followed, right? That's how we're going to spread ah. that positivity and great ideas. Uh, so it's not only just how famous or powerful you are, uh, but I actually genuinely believe that people who are creating positive change with people and society should actually be the most famous and powerful. I really like that. Uh, very good. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking out the time. I really enjoyed catching up with you. Bless you. Thank you. It's been lovely talking to you. Yeah, same here. Meeting you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have feedback, suggestions, reactions, or guest nominations, do write to us. You can DM us on Instagram. Our handle is at a new kind of celebrity or email us at a new kind of celebrity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Look forward to meeting you next week. Till then, good luck and take care.